Hello guys. guys, I'm Farah and this is Anita and we are Soul, Soul Sisters. Sisters and what are we doing? We are here to empower, to motivate and to enrich many women and men to be better people and be better servants to the universe. We will bring all the topics that people are embarrassed of, scared of, frightened of, don't want to talk about yeah. it, it's a taboo, we will bear it. Yeah. We will talk about everything because everything. we are not going to hold back how we feel we will use our experience mm -hmm. to empower you and impact you yes. so join us bring a drink yes bring a drink cheers, cheers. we need to have all these prop things i know we do don't we <laughs> maybe we need some professionalism here Going? It seems to be okay. Let me move it closer. All right. Firstly, everybody, check out my haircut. Your haircut is, your haircut is nice. <laughs> very vain. It's very nice. Secondly, yeah. It's in the bag of chips. Oh, you don't want them to see your tattoo. Yeah? I want them to see that I eat <laughs> like chips. Oh my gosh! You want them to know that you eat healthy okay. vegetables. Ninety, seven, seven, unhealthy. <laughs> a balance is important. Well, it's very, it's very good balance meal. Hello, everybody. How are you all doing today? Welcome to Soul Sisters. I hope you're all having a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Yeah. Coming to an end. It's coming to yeah. The month is coming to an end, and then the weekend is coming to an end. Already. 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 So. Love to know what you've been up to. Yes. Anyone, anyone done anything extraordinary? Yes, something more challenging, something daring, something that Anita and Farah cannot do. Maybe maybe had a boob job over the weekend. Ooh. Maybe had a Botox done over the weekend. Maybe had tattoos done over the weekend. Oh, I did have something. Oh yeah, you got your ears pierced. I got um I got these two ears ears pierced. Ears pierced. And um I was really frightened. It's so weird, isn't it? As you get older, you get like scared. My so my niece sat there and she was like, "Go on then." Yeah. Go for it. And I was and then she went, Oh, have you done it? That didn't feel anything and I was like, Really? Nothing. Yeah. And then I sat on there and I felt like I'd been shot in the head. <laughs> it's a little gun there, you clip it. Yeah, and, you and then of, just Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Why do I do this to myself? I know. I had what? a tattoo, I'd have felt the same, what are you doing this? Oh you can I, have an extension of your tattoo. My um pay threshold. Yeah. Um, whether that's mentally or whether that's physically, they've gone down. Ah. I really think so. Or well, you don't feel pain anymore? No, not as it's gone, as in threshold's gone down, as in I, I can't take as much pain. Oh. I'm, 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 I love pain. Harshly. I love pain. That's why I'm going to get another extension of my tattoo done. Who says that? Yes, I love pain. Who says things like that? No, there's some pain that is good for you. Which one? And I like this pain. That deep massage pain is good for you? Deep massage pain, yeah, but I like this pain. This pain has a way of, like, it's like, not like I'm advising anybody to do it. Yeah, <laughs> by but, the way. <laughs> but, I like I like, but I like this kind of, for me it's body art and I like that. And yeah. I like the fact that the needle is going into my skin to create something. I love that. So I'm going to have my tattoo extended from my arm. Thank you so much. From in my inner arm all the way there. So I'm going to have it done next month. Thank by you God's really. grace, yes. So you're going to come with me. Oh man, I'm going to hold yes. your hand. Yes. So anyway, to get started, today we are going to be discussing a very dicey, very yeah. delicate topic. It's not a light topic, by any means. It's not. It's not a light topic. It's a topic that many people are very fearful of discussing and feel shame. It's one of those topics that has got shame, fear, everything around there. 
and you know many people feel like you're on your own but you're not on your own if you get what i mean because with the right help you're not on your own um first step is to recognize is to recognize what's going second on second step is to talk about it yes and so. the third step is to find a way out yeah so today we'll be talking about emotional and physical abuse yes tell us why you thought of that topic because you've watched something didn't you okay so i mean emotional and physical abuse is something that's been going on for quite a long long time when you see people they look normal everything looks fine but when you now speak to them you now realize that there's more to it yeah when they open up you know when you all of a sudden when you see someone that is so you're so used to seeing that is so bubbly so lively so like out there and all of a sudden there's this personality change they are withdrawn they look sad they look unkept they look like twitchy like they're constantly looking behind their shoulder as if somebody's like behind them is talking them and when you that's when you need to be very observant because when you see that change in that person no that is when you need to start asking questions because something is odd okay that means somebody that person is experiencing some form of problem maybe emotional or physical abuse so hence this topic I mean we're watching there's this thing recently a documentary that went out in America I'm sure all of you probably would have seen it or heard about it is about R Kelly R Kelly is a musician that I wind and dined even really? yes even when you were like going out with tea when I was going I probably made even maybe would I even going to like intimate but it was one of those music I kind of like a baby making music you know what I'm saying <laughs> It was a baby. He, he, I mean, his lyrics were like. I didn't know there was. He's yeah. There's baby making music. Like, actually, this is a baby. Yes, this was a baby making music. I mean, if you can know, if you can type, if you can relate to this, please let me know. R. Kelly was in me. I mean, at the time when I was growing up, yeah, I was listening to R. Kelly. I was singing along to the music. I was even, you know, I'm, but now as I knew better. Clearly someone has really good memories of this. Oh and, my gosh, yes. I hope that some of you can relate to it. Yes. I, I'm really trying to like. This was the music it. I grew up to. It's like whining. And when, I remember then. Yes, I remember the music. Oh, no, I can Oh, oh no. No, you don't want to hear me sing. Little line. That's all I can remember. What's the most popular things that you sing? Oh my gosh. My, my my body is telling me no and my body is telling me this so, i mean so the lyrics now no i'll you i'll play the music okay. for you later on but the the lyrics as an older person and i'm listening to these lyrics and i'm thinking damn this man has been filtrating my mind with some dirty lyrics and i'm looking at me singing along yeah. whining to this music you know you know what i'm saying and this was at my teenage years so you looked up to him which which lady which lady or guy didn't look up to him we all knew the lyrics we all even i remember going i remember there was a magazine called smash hits magazine and top of the pops and i remember you know in the middle of the magazine you get like a poster and i remember i used to look forward to going with my my saved up money to buy this like smash hit magazine and then we get like little like sticky um book stickers and we used to put out kelly's posters on my thing and I used to put my alchemy poster on my ceiling looking up to this guy looking up to this guy as I was laying down there I was looking up my ceiling and I had alchemy on my ceiling you dreamed about him no but I fantasized about him you know, <laughs> oh, we, you know because obviously everybody yeah. had their heroes when you yeah but 
all was going down in the background and we didn't know so tell that, us a bit people who haven't watched it like i haven't so obviously people that haven't watched it so i mean don't quote me i mean i know they say it's innocent until proven guilty but the program was about disclaimer yeah disclaimer here i'm not you know please so there's a documentary that's gone out about the uh, uh, r kelly and the abusers so r kelly has been abusing teenage girls i mean teenage girls for years and years and there are still some ladies that have been held under his captivity and these ladies were telling, talking about in this documentary we're talking about their experience with them their stories it was just heartbreaking heartbreaking these women's lives have been changed these women's lives their confidence you can see like their confidence has been damaged and you just say to yourself one man did all this one man did this do you know what I'm saying and for years, a lot of these women spoke out, but nobody believed them. And a lot of people thought, oh, yeah, but yeah, you're only saying that because obviously you want some money off him because he's famous. Mm -hmm. You want to bring his career down. So a lot of these women, their opinions were widely shut down because, you know, and until recently we had this Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Jim saying Me Too movement, people are now beginning to listen to these women. So it took a Me Too women for the world to now recognize that there's a pervert out there that has been abusing women for years young and girls for what years do you think of him now? oh my god i feel sick i feel sick the fact that i was so not only are the women that are affected but also the people that his fans that were i feel that, sick i feel like been abused affected, yes i feel like abused. i feel his music like i was abused yes yeah. i allowed his music to come into my psyche i allowed his music to come into my i wouldn't have known but then again hon, think about it I mean, I was a lover of Aliyah as well. Aliyah is also a musician who, on the age whom he married at age 15. Oh, really? Yes, and this man was 24. Then, married her when she was age 15. Wow. And then obviously it was denied that obviously the marriage didn't happen. And I was a fan of Aliyah as well. You know, until Aliyah passed away, unfortunately. You know, her own truth was not put out there. We didn't know what happened. We didn't know what happened. She died with that truth. You know what I'm saying? She was probably facing something. I don't know. Maybe being abused. We don't know because we obviously she's gone passed away and she's gone now. We don't even have a clue. There's no history, nothing to show tell us what happened. Mm. So we now have women's stories like the victim now telling us what happened. So we're now imagining that okay, this could possibly have happened to Aliyah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because Aliyah was like, if she was alive, maybe she too would have had her Me Too moment. I'm saying to tell us what her story was and maybe finally put this man behind bars as we speak this man is not behind bars oh. and there are a lot of people out there that obviously are in danger of emotional and physical abuse there's a difference between those two yes they are related closely related yeah. but they are there's a difference so when emotional abuse, you have to be careful because sometimes people think that is closely linked to love. Be careful with emotional abuse and love it's because a sometimes... It's a difficult one to detect. It is a difficult one to detect. you would know if it doesn't feel right. Yeah. And that's when you have to question. Yeah. A physical abuse is very... Um, there's a physical... Um, uh, is it evidence there? Evidence yeah. There. It, it might be a mark or it might yeah. be a touch or it could be sexual abuse, obviously, which is against what you want to do. So that yeah. comes under that. But when it's emotional, 
you start you start thinking is it me is it me you start questioning am i the one who's wrong yeah am i the one who has made this for done this to him maybe i should have gone quiet maybe i should have spoken up maybe i should have been more sympathetic Mm. maybe i should have been more understanding Mm. to him Mm. or her Mm. um I always go towards him. Yeah. Um, because uh, I mean, men, men also get abused as well. So let's not forget that. Same as women. Same as women will get abused, as, uh, emotionally abused by other women. And same. And as, physical as well. Physical, yeah, definitely. So the the emotional abuse is a very hard one to detect. And for sometimes you're in it for a long time yeah. before you actually realize that you are suffering from emotional abuse. Yeah. You know something isn't right. You know something isn't going well. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Yeah. And you just keep doing the same thing. No, but also same sometimes you think it's love. That's why I said it's very dangerous because you think it's love. Because sometimes you say, oh yeah, but he cares about me. That's why he does things like that. I'm saying you make excuse for it in a way yeah. like oh oh yeah he loves me yeah, that's why he wants me to wear this kind of dress oh he loves me because that's why he picks out the dresses for me to wear or he like he loves me because that's how he wants he likes my hair done yeah, or how he wants my makeup done or he doesn't want me to wear no makeup or he loves me because he doesn't want me to hang out with certain friends of mine and what do you think of this so I had a client and um, her other half said I want you, I love the size that you are. She said, I don't, she said, I don't like the size I am. I want to go back to my pre-baby weight. So just mm. had a baby. Mm. Um, and she wanted to go back two sizes. Mm. And he said, no, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go to this place and yeah. train yeah. or eat different foods. And it kept bringing in lots and lots of fatty foods. And she mm. kept saying, look, I'm on this program. Please, could you stop? Yeah. And he just would hide the journals so she couldn't come to me. Wow. What do you think of that, guys? Wow, that's you that's know, a that, controlling that, that really got there. me, you know. And I really had to kind of use my professionalism here yeah. and, and ask her yeah. that who's in charge here? Yeah. Who is in charge here? Yeah. When your husband or your other half is saying this to you, but you are saying, I want yeah. and you're showing your vulnerability. Yeah. I really appreciate that you love me like it yeah. is and I really really appreciate it. Yeah. However, I want to go back to that size. Yeah. So should that not be respected? No it's, on, no, it's undermining your opinion exactly. and your decision. So that is also part of an emotional abuse. And also, also bringing in food. That yeah, she emotional. Not. Yes, because it's not respecting her. So there's signs that once somebody is undermining you and your opinion, yeah, constantly knocking down your confidence and making you like, let's, especially, let's say if you go out on a, a, like out with some friends and you are engaging in some form of discussion and whenever you open your mind, mouth to talk, you're suddenly kind of giving that eye to kind of shut up or you get talked over so that obviously your opinion won't be heard. That is part of emotional abuse. When he's yelling at you and calling you names, fatty, this, that, 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 that is emotional abuse, okay? When he's picking up some clothes for you and telling your girlfriend, I think you should wear this, or wifey, I think you should wear this, or go shopping for you, be careful, go shopping for you, you'll be thinking, oh, he loves me, that's why he buys me clothes. He's controlling you. Mm. He's controlling you. He's going out there buying clothes that he wants you to wear, not what you want to wear. He's controlling your personality. So he's saying to you, okay, I want you to wear this skirt. I want you to wear this dress. Exactly. Taking up your power. Slowly. So what's going on there is you need to be careful. We always say this all the time. Be mindful of your power. We are all blessed with our own unique power. What happens is if you allow somebody to take away your power or strip away your power from you, guess what happens? You've added to their own power. Power plus power equals superpower. 
okay when somebody has superpower and then you've been stripped away from your power guess what you become very vulnerable yeah. and when you become very vulnerable you become a delicate person you become you've surrendered basically so you just say to them you know what you control me and you are like a remote control if they tell you to sit down you sit down if they tell you to stand up you stand up if they tell you to shut up you shut up this is because your power has been stripped away from you what about like when you're watching tv and the remote controls in, and you're watching something yeah but the, the other person who comes in takes the remote control and they start flicking the channel yeah and they have the rest of they have the remote for the rest of the evening that's it because they control that's they, it they decide for you what you're watching yeah not what you're watching and to be respected and these are the little signs that's the little that signs if allowed yeah if allowed by the other person to do repeatedly becomes a habit for both for you to accept the other person to take advantage of yeah and that's one thing that can seep into many many parts of your life yeah and then many decisions that you made are based on one person telling you no we should just do this we should yeah do this. but yeah. never hearing what you have to say yeah you might not want another child yeah but they were so forceful that you had to that's you it you got a choice because yeah. you're like they're they're trying to talk you it's okay to talk about it and say, what do you think mm. okay until you're ready we're not going to go ahead now that's a reasonable thing yeah but someone's like trust me just let's just do it yeah let's just do it you know you know you're gonna love it you yes. know you're going to love yeah. it you come from a family yeah. for you want yeah. your kids yeah that's just an example by the way yeah uh, and and that's how it seeps into the rest of your life and before you know it you've become a person who's taking orders for other people and have no voice of your own that's it and you have no power of your own exactly and you have nothing of your own because yeah. unless someone tells you you can't operate that's it and that's emotional abuse exactly and when also, you can't leave yeah and you are stuck yeah that's it because you don't know how to almost almost think for yeah you can't think yeah because that's what happens when you give away your power you have you feel you feel like your sense of self has been taken away from you so you become flimsy like paper Frames is like paper. So if they tell you, if the wind blows, if they blow, you go that way. You just go that way. Or this way. Or this way. Or that way. Where did you go? Or that way. And after a while, unfortunately, we know that a lot of these women or men cannot cope with this and obviously ends up to whatever. But anyway, also another thing was I was discussing with my mother yesterday and I was saying to her that we had a very deep conversation and I was saying to her that it's amazing how a lot of women get raped in their marriages raped in your marriages don't think that okay that because you're not married to someone or you're not in a relationship with them doesn't mean you get raped you don't get raped you get raped as, rape as is married, does not give you permission that you're about to have a, a sexual intercourse with them because you might not want to even that's what i'm saying exactly sign a piece of paper yeah doesn't give the other person exactly the sex yeah. the right to say i want it now exactly because it's about asking for permission exactly it's asking for someone else's yeah body here. yeah because if you so if they are, if somebody is forcing themselves on you when you're when you said that you don't want sex that is what i that is what is called rape call it whatever you want to call it I know society, culture, cause everything. When you're married, surrender to your husband, do whatever, surrender to your wife. No, the reality is, look at the definition of rape. That's what it is. When you're having sex, when you're having sex, unconsented sex, when you haven't given the other person the permission to have their wicked ways with you or their pleasurable ways with you, and you're just laying down there, scared, in pain, hating hating every single moment of it, wishing wishing it could stop, crying even that, that is called rape that is also part of an emotional abuse full stop and physical and physical abuse and sexual. because the person is violating yeah. you they are violating you and they are forceful because obviously you're not enjoying it 
your body is not enjoying it because your body is not enjoying your body hasn't been you haven't given your body and the mind the freedom to be to be free and to be expressive and to allow this moment of passion to happen and if you're laying down there and this person is having their wicked way with, with wicked or pleasurable ways with you like the way that is called that is some that is physical and emotional abuse don't make excuses for it thinking okay he loves me that is a way of me showing love if love is causing you pain if love love is not supposed to be painful but anything that's causing you pain i'm sorry is um is, is, is abuse i'm sorry it's abuse because love is not love supposed to be painful yes. but uh, absolutely is, yes 100% very clear and it's a clear message for the young girls out there yeah. exactly the same because if, as mothers if we're not showing them if we're not showing them how it feels yeah how would they ever know exactly and most cases we have, like you say, you have, we have children. If you have children being living witnesses of such abuse going on, what are you teaching them? Because they are seeing their parents being a victim of such violation. And if you're sitting down there, sucking it all up, enduring the pain, enduring the slaps now and then, enduring the kick up the backside or being punched or being poured hot water on or being thrown things at, all because of what your children are watching that and when they grow up they themselves think that it's okay for someone that claims to love you to treat you that way no we need to now start being a living example for our loved ones I know a lot of people are in a relationship whereby it's hard for them to escape yes it's difficult and some of you have endured violence for so many years yes and also a classic example, they will beat you one minute, they will punch you one minute, they will slap you, call you names, call you hoe, call you this, call you that. You sit in the corner, you're crying, having tears, maybe cutting up a little boy, they knock on the door, you come in, oh sweetheart, I'm so sorry, I love you. You may, I don't know what got into me, I don't know what happened, but I love you, forgive me. They are so quick to turn the things round. And when they turn it round, guess what happens? You start thinking, oh, is it just me? Am I the reason the person behaved in such a way? You now start questioning you yourself really and do. doubting That's yourself. That's the danger because abusers are great psychologists. Mm. They play, they are very dangerous with the mind. They play mind games. So you have to be careful with that. And often people who, who are abusers are abusers themselves or witnesses of abuse. So they are the ones that don't know what love is. They're probably growing up in the, with the mom they, and dad there. Exactly. Grown up in that. Physically that's it. Or they've witnessed it. Or they've witnessed it. Or they've witnessed it. They're that child that have sat down there and watched their parents fighting or their mom being beaten or their dad being beaten. Yeah. So they grow up bottling all that anger inside them. Having no way to release it, first of all, they haven't seek therapy, therapy because they think that they have no problem. Abusers don't think they have problem. They think if that no the problem is with anybody them, else. If no one's actually saying to them they've got a problem, they'll never No, know but they them. don't show it, though. No, they are very good actors. They, they don't know it, and some of them are good actors. They can act their way through life, can even manipulate you with the observer. I can be sitting with you. Abusers don't have abusers written on their forehead. Yeah, of course, yeah. We could be sitting there having a conversation. And then when you tell me that you obviously, when somebody tells me, okay, you guess what? Not that it happens that Farah does it all, but Farah beat me. I'm thinking, no, no, Farah didn't beat me. Farah didn't beat you. Farah is a good lady. She's amazing. I just sat down with her. They'd be like, no, 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 Farah beat I said, no. 
They were like, no, but she, she got, no. Till they have a living evidence and said to me, look, I've got pictures, I've got videos of when Farah was slapping me and beating me. This is the evidence. But till you show me the evidence, I would not believe you. And most cases, what some people do is abusers are so good at twisting the stories to make you feel as if, oh, you are crazy. You've gone cray cray. You are the one that needs psychological help. And another thing as well, oh no, if you leave me, I'll kill myself. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's, that's called that trapping, the trepidation, isn't it? Yeah. If you left, if you leave, oh my God, what will happen to us? We have kids, we have, yeah. we will all fall apart. What will people say about us? Let's, yeah. let's sort this out between us. Come on, yeah. we can do this. Yeah. And then you forgive it once again, and then you forgive again. And, and then you, you stay behind. Again. Or they tell you stories about how people um, walked out on them. They will tell you some stories that will make you like, Stay behind. In, in the end, you will get convinced because you know what? This is a person that you go to bed with. This is a person that you love. This is a person that is father or mother of your child. It's so difficult to actually differentiate between an abuser and a lover and a friend or yeah. whatever the person's relationship with you yeah. is. They're normally very close anyway. Yeah. They're normally very close. It's not this relationship. It's, yeah. a, it's a closer relationship, yeah. you know, before. Unless, well, let me tell you this. So. And it, this, for some people, might be hard to hear. Mm. You know it already. Mm. Uh, when I was growing up, um, from age two, when I was well, sent to Pakistan, mm. or sent, I don't know if she sent, my mum sent me, or whether I, she took me, I can't remember actually that big. Yeah. Either way, people in Pakistan saw that we were half British, well, we were British, but mm. we were half Brazilian. Yeah. And to people in Pakistan, that was... Um, and people, fr if you are listening from any culture of India or Pakistan, you will relate to what I'm saying. Mm. They think of people coming from abroad a soft target and a mm. prey. Mm. And from the age two to age 18, and I don't want to go into all the details, um, I got some kind of abuse. And I'll tell you how it was. Very started, very subtly. But even though I was very little, I knew mm. I was right. So I went to the shop to get cigarettes from my granddad. I think I must have been four or five years old. Mm. Shop was opposite the house. Mm. So you go in, you walk in. First time I felt it, someone, the shopkeeper put his hand between my legs. So not up there, just between my legs. And I was like, this to me at that age felt Doesn't wrong. Not, yeah. It felt wrong. Yeah. But you know what? I didn't know how to say no. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what to say. Yeah, because you're being respectful at that time. Yeah. I'm small. Yeah. I am, uh, like I said, my mother is from Brazil. They think I'm a soft target. Mm. I have spoken to my cousins to ask if that same happened to them because it happened to all my brothers and sisters. And they said, no, it didn't. And I really believe it's because of my background, where mm. I came from. Mm. And because I didn't have parents with me and mm. I was being looked after by them granddad, yeah. I felt I was very super easy yeah. target. Yeah. And, and then we had people coming to teach us the, the holy book. And this is what this is where my trust was completely gone, still is, um, particularly with religious people. Because when they, so they teach you the book and the book is open on my lap. Yeah. So I've got my head covered. And I've got the holy book opened, and the person who's teaching me is meant to be one of the most respected person in the whole community, yeah. i.e. the priest, called yeah. Molana. Yeah. What, he, what the few of them did, they put their hand under the book and touching my leg up and down. Oh. Up and down, constantly. Do you think I said something? No. Because I was now getting used to this abuse. I was mm. normal. Can you see that? Yeah. And that has a massive effect on my current life, really. 
Um, and then from there, it went a little bit more serious. When one of my cousin picked me up once, I think I was nine now, started to understand things, put his hand right in my pants. Wow. And left it there, his hand. And I remember so clearly feeling sick, but not telling him to stop. Yeah. The fear. Gosh. And that is, if you're going through abuse, you'll know that it's yeah. very difficult to stop it. Yeah. Uh, only now, I feel like I want to go and shoot all of these people because they're still alive. Mm. Um, and then the biggest thing that I actually broke through, which was a turning point in my life, was when I was 17 years old, and I was 16, sorry, I was, <clears throat> I had my, um, I was doing tuition, so I moved around a lot, and I had to pick up my studies very quickly, and I had tuition mm. to pick it mm. all up, so yeah. to get past all of yeah. that. This guy who was, um, say, 50-year-old then, very, very respected, friends of my parents, mm. he was friends of my dad, mm. he was well-respected, he was a lecturer in the university, he was teaching me home economics book. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm sat there, and we're studying, first few times everything's mm -hmm. fine. The third, fourth time, again, he's same thought, the same thinking, that she is a soft target. He got up yeah. from where he was, yeah. and he kissed me in the, the mouth, oh. with his tongue inside my mouth, Ooh. at age 16. That's disgusting. What, I, I blame myself. I blame myself, not now, because I thought, why did you not have the ability to slap him and leave the house? Mm. You know why? Because abuse, you become so yeah. used to, because yeah. it's slowly drip feeding in my system. Yeah. I'm like, he's just he's just taking another step. You step. start making excuses for it. And also yeah. the fear. You sit yeah. there thinking, oh my God, what's just happened to me? Yeah. And that's the that's the day I made I, I made a turning point. I went home and I was really upset. And I wrote my mum a letter and I said, I, I cannot carry on like this. You know, it was dramatic. And, you know, I wrote the letter in like, in blood. In and blood, I cut yeah. And, yeah. Um, and she came and she rescued me. And, and that, that was the end of my my sexual abuse history, really. But still, like, it's still but playing it's, on your mind. It's something affects, that, yeah, it's still now, there. I, I, don't, I don't trust men. Yeah. I don't like uh, relationships. Yeah. Particularly, it's really hard for me to, you know, I don't find, it's, I'm not as, as, like, I'm I'm not same as everyone else. I don't look forward to, like, relationships. I'm yeah. trying, like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm trying. My, my ex-husband's very gentle, very kind. But even that all translated into my life. Yeah. It really, really did. Yeah. And I, my, how I'm, I'm with my kids is I'm very yeah. overprotective. Protective. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like them going different places and yeah. sleepovers. Yeah. I don't trust anyone. Yeah. And that's, that's all because of what actually happened and it never got dealt with. Mm. You know, what was needed mm. was I actually went to my dad and said, this guy keeps touching well, I bet he, I bet he didn't believe you. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. No, you know, and... At times they said, really? Okay, I'll get another one. That's really bad. He, I, I remember him believing me a couple of times, but it just happened just so often yeah. that I can't be bothered to even tell him. Yeah. I just he just had to deal with it. Yeah, and it was just all the time. It was, it was, there was an emo emotional abuse as well because it, the things like you haven't learned how to pray. Yeah. You are... Uh, or don't you, tell anybody. Daughter, your mother's yeah. daughter. You, you, can you see? You yeah. can tell you're from Brazil. Yeah. You don't pray. You don't do things like the other, other, other cousins of yours always been put down emotionally always yeah. always been put yeah. down really really hard life yeah. really like not hard as in hard. you know nice house yeah. all of that but really s mentally just messed up yeah. literally yeah. you know thinking is this life is yeah. this how it's meant to be yeah i mean we 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 have i mean it's oh, is is disgusting it's really disgusting because i'm sure if we all if we all question ourselves and dig deep dig deep down or you know and ask ourselves we've all experienced some form of abuse one way or the other do you know yeah. what i'm saying it could be somebody brushing against your chest you know just oh. to feel your boobs or somebody oh God, somebody putting you. their hands on your legs 
or tapping your bum or and like i'm sure that happens here as well guys you know and i remember i mean these are the ones i've told you are the ones which actually i remember mm. but there was numerous occasions of being in a crowd and mm. having your bum touched oh yes and having your boob pinched mm. and you know having some kind of your body mm. touch and you mm. know the touch don't you yeah ladies especially yeah. you know what when you know about. it's not right when right the touch isn't yeah right, you know it's not right yeah and it's you know uh, the other person hasn't got a right to do that because they have they have really affected my life as a result of their behaviors yeah. as a result of their disgustingness yeah. as a result of their and they probably have been abused like Anita was saying maybe they come from the background yeah. of the abuse yeah. but they've definitely translated it into my life yeah. and I've had to have therapy now I can't stay victim of this remember mm. what I needed to do was to learn from it and overcome learn it learn from it overcome it and yeah. then help other women and this yeah. is what I do yeah. this is why I like to help women because I know there's so many others yeah. I know for a fact because I've spoken to them yeah yeah and also as well i know earlier on we mentioned that um most of these men are victims of abuse or witnesses of abuse but also i forgot to also mention that you see this thing called superiority you know like ego being the and i know abuse happens in in both men and women are both victims of abuse mm. but when i'm speaking here um i'm speaking in terms of a, of a man okay so i know it happens to women do also the same thing to men um some men like the power okay the same way some women like the power some men like the control some men like to take charge okay so it could be someone that you is a family member that you completely trust okay they like the power and unfortunately to even say this and as sickening as it is some fathers abuse their children I was just gonna say that but some mothers and abuse some mothers abuse, abuse their, their children. children is sick even some brothers abuse their siblings and some sisters abuse their brothers so it's a cycle it's a cycle it's a, it's a cycle it happens so you know and this could be people that are not victims I'm always all around say the victims of maybe witnesses. These are people that are not victims. And I, you know, like Farah sadly explained her story. We were, like I said, if we all true to ourselves, if we're all honest within ourselves, okay, there's some we've all experienced some element of abuse, one way or the other. You know, when they tell you this is a secret between you and I, don't tell anybody, <laughs> that's abuse. When somebody is touching you one way or the other and you know it doesn't feel right, that's abuse. Do you know what I'm saying? When, when somebody is locked in a room with you and you cannot let yourself out and they pin you against the wall or against the bed, that's abuse. Or they forcefully stick their tongue down your neck, your throat. That's abuse. Do you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, it happens on a daily basis. It happens every second. Right now, as we speak, it's happening. Yeah, totally. Right now, a father is abusing their child. Right now, an uncle is abusing a family member. Do you know what I'm saying? Even, let's even be honest. You know, I know we have my dog here. Even animals get abused. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Animals get abused. Definitely, gosh. You know, we hear cases of people taking out their anger yeah. on animals, kicking out animals. 
you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a way of them expressing, letting out their anger out. So this is a big issue. Kick the table, not the dog. Don't kick anything, get help. Get help. Punch the punch. No, the even though you're punching, you just get help. There's nothing wrong with saying that you're sick. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with owning up that you're ill, that you need help. After all, when you're sick, yeah, if you're sick, you go to the doctors, right? Yeah. If you, you have an accident, if you have an accident, yeah, thing. I know, but if you have an accident, what yeah. do you call? You call 911, the police comes. Yeah? If you are a victim, if you think that your mind is making, your mind is running away with you and is making you think of things and behaving in a way, it's time for you to get help. Do you know what I'm Don't sit down there and think, okay, yes, all is well. I'm fine. Take I can it, handle this. Take I can accountability. Take accountability behavior. of your behavior. Don't be ashamed of it. The sooner you get help, because the better. Your behavior is having an impact on other people. That's it. It's if your changing. Is impacting others, your loved ones. Then don't continue to do that over and over again because that's not right. It's not but they, but they don't. Some people sickly get a hard on or get a kick out of seeing other people in pain. There are some people that get a kick out of seeing people that, you know, this world is a beautiful world, but yet it's still a twisted world. There are some people that get a kick out of watching people being tortured. <coughs> and they sit down there, they maybe open a can of beer, front seat, they're having a laugh, they're enjoying the whole thing. Mm. And it's such a sick fantasy for them. How can such people think they are sick, they are ill, they need help? But they themselves do not accept that they're sick. They think that me and you that are telling them that they're sick are the ones that have the problem. Till you now hold yourself accountable of the problem you have, then you'll forever be a victim of your own wickedness. Do you know what I'm saying? And your wickedness and one day you're end is... Up by yourself. They don't care being alone by themselves because these people, these people are getting a kick out of hurting people, so they don't care. They don't care about being... Them, they, being eventually being, they would... They need people to be. No, but they, be they don't care. They don't care. This kind of people, you just feel that the law pardons them when they get to wherever they are. Because that's the only way. I mean, you, when you're on earth, they cause heartbreaking on earth. Mm. When they leave this earth, the person that they've left, they, they cause a heartache, it's continue, their, their heart is constantly aching. How are they going to continue to, how are, how are you going to heal? From somebody me mentally destroying you over years and years and years. No matter how much therapy you get. No matter how much help you get. It's a difficult thing. Yes, the body. Yes, if you cut yourself, you heal. Yes, you heal. But the mind is hard to heal in the mind. Because if you it's the brain. The same cut over and over again. That's it. And even though, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, when, you, when, you, when you're being cut, then you end up bleeding on people that didn't cut you. So you're not getting into a relationship with a so-called nice person. Because you've been cut previously, you will now bleed on the person that didn't cut you. Do you know what I'm saying? It becomes an over, like cycle. When you have children, you bleed on your children. Because the children are not aware of the problem you went through. But because you haven't dealt with it psychologically and mentally, is it still a painful turmoil on your head? Well, Every time you put it, it's constantly playing, replaying, replaying in your head. Even when you see something happens, it's a trigger mm. of what happened. Maybe you go somewhere, certain music can trigger it up. Oh God, yeah. Definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? You go somewhere, you see a particular color or a certain smell, it triggers it up. The smell, the, the, smell, the, the resemblance. The resemblance, yeah. The, the hairstyle. The actual place. The actual place can yeah. trigger it up. 
you just you know, you know so I, you're forever like yeah. jittering 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 you have it's not a great experience it's not a and nice it's, experience it's, uh, it really can take a lot of your it changes you as a person it, it does it makes you weak it, it does makes you vulnerable it, it makes does pray oh you accept love from all sorts of people as a result of their thinking this will be good this one will be good let's let's try this one let's this could be real love they don't want my body only you know so you then make wrong and then you make this and then obviously you now allow that in and then unfortunately you now maybe unfortunately you now go through the same cycle again and then people take advantage of and then people take advantage yeah and that's in everything yeah the relationship your kids everything but also that kind of person who just pleases that's it pleases yeah doesn't it yeah because you've said yes or that's you've it. it and unfortunately as well if you're a victim of physical and emotional abuse it's hard for you to love it's hard for you to love you to, because you don't know how to well, your love your yes it's hard for you to love it's hard for you to trust to trust you feel like you have to give yourself away each time because that's what you're used to you have your defenses very high basically honestly you very you don't get them down easily no and it takes a long or time. sometimes you get people that just give in too easily oh they give in too easily they be like, okay, well, I'm so. They be like, oh, I'm so used to him might as well. It, they they lack all kind of like morale, confidence. Like if a man wants certain things, they be like, oh, just have it, just leave me with it, just have it. You just I give up that's so really easily. Good point, actually, because I guess you can come out one way or the other out of this. Can't that's you? it. Yeah, I've come out of there thinking with my defenses way too high, and not allow anyone to come in. Yeah. And then what Anita just said, you could become the other side where you yeah. are actually just letting people. Walk all over you. Walk all over you because you're like, well, you know, worse has happened to me. This yeah. is nothing. Yeah. Worse has happened to me. Exactly. Yeah. Staying in the victim role yeah. is not going to help you to become a whole person again. Exactly. And that's really important to, exactly. to recognize. Yeah. Really. And also, uh, you know, a victim, somebody that has been emotionally and physically abused, it doesn't also only happen at home. Okay. It also happens outside the home in a work setting. In a work setting, you can have a boss that will constantly bully you and talk down on you and refuse you that promotion that you rightly deserve. Or that they know that you are capable of this job, but they rather give it to somebody else. They're constantly beating down your confidence, knocking down your confidence. Or you have work colleagues that are constantly calling your names, making you feel awkward. You Then, then work becomes a, a chore. It's not a happy thing. You know, you get to work, you sit in the car, you're dreading going in because you're thinking, oh gosh, it's one of those days. Yes. Abuse don't just happen in at your home place. It happens also in your workplace as well. So uh, anything that is making you feel unhappy, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, shameful, unsatisfied, dreadful, name it. Guilty. Guilty. Name it. Stop is, and think about it. Stop and think about it. Don't make excuses for it. Don't think, oh, don't mistake love for that. Because love, love is a completely different ball game. Don't, because a lot of people think, oh, well, they love me. That's why. No, they don't love you. Anybody that loves you will not cause you pain. And on your, your marriage is not a highway to whatever you want to do with me. That's it. It's not a ticket to heaven. It's about a mutual relationship. That's it's it. It's about mutual respect. And it's about able to be vulnerable with the other person and say, I would like this to stop. Yes. And it stops. If it doesn't stop, it goes into the bracket. It enters a different route, which is an abuse. Yes. And for you to recognize it. And for the other person to stop. Yes. 
and obviously we we've talked about other abuse but if you've been going through this you need to start planning if you now think to yourself if you said to yourself i cannot deal with this anymore i need to get out you now need to now start planning your exit plan you know what I'm saying? If you've tried everything, counseling, and it doesn't work, and you think this person, I'm not, that I'm not making headway with this person, it's time for you to now start planning your exit plan. Really hope that it works. That <laughs> for most people, the other person's reasonable and they will change. But for some, it's an extreme case. No. And you are uh, in danger. In danger. To be honest. In danger. Even if you can't see it, you don't know what's going on until you come out of that situation and see it, see yeah. it from further distance back. Yeah. You will see what the hell you were going through. Yeah. All by yourself. Yeah. And you didn't see it because you're so in it. Yes. And the only way you recognize is to step away from it. That means you need time to come off out of that wherever you are at. Yes. And also, I mean, I know a while back there was a discussion we had about just moving slightly backwards we are rewinding a little bit to the topic we talked about a few weeks ago about being in a relationship or in a marriage and the man says or the partner is any money and saying to you okay you become a housewife mm -hmm. you shouldn't work yeah mm -hmm. okay <laughs> if you don't want to do it yourself that's different but if you've been told that you you shouldn't work but you're desperate to work and you're really good at your job if you, I think everybody needs to work. But some people might be happy to stay. No. <laughs> no. Is, we're exactly the same point that we were. Oh my gosh. Yes. But some mom. No. Mom, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. If they've been working for 20 years mm -hmm. in a career, you know, mm -hmm. so they're in their 40s and they're actually, I just can't wait to stay home and bring up my kids. Mm. I'm going to take a couple of years off. Is mm. anything wrong with that? Okay, honey. Would you say anything There's wrong with nothing that? wrong with that. But what happens if you are in a violent relationship? Yeah, that's everything changes. Okay. When you're in a violent relationships, the man says don't work. And you've got no penny called to your name. You've got joint account and the man has frozen the account. You have no access to the account. You have no money to run away with. You have no money to feed your children. You have no money to start up a new life for yourself. Or then what then? Or you've got to do things what they say so that the account is accessible. No, but how? But it's, no, but exactly. But that's with restriction. They will tell you, this is how much I want you to spend. Don't spend more than that. So they are limiting how much you spend. Yeah. So basically, you become a baby again, a child again. I'll give you £10. You manage £10. Buy yourself whatever you want from £10. Oh, but £10 is not enough. No, no, manage the £10. That £10 will last you for a week. But it wouldn't. No, manage the £10. So you're constantly running to them back and forth. Please give me money. You want to buy a sanitary towel? Oh, please give me money. You want to buy makeup? Please give me money. That is why I said it's essential to have your own for you to have your own money. And I'm not an advocate to say um, a, a pocket money for women who don't work, shouldn't they, from their husband? No. <laughs> unless, if, if, unless if you have a good understanding yeah, husband. They should be, shouldn't they? Because she, she, where else should she get money from otherwise? Well, they will give you money when you ask. So, when you she, ask for, she should have some pocket money where she should buy things for herself. That that's a range So, but what? Money. No, but what happens if you have a family that is relying on you? Yeah, that's different. If you have if family that you. family that you're looking after back home. Yeah. That you oh, have to yeah. send money to. That's different, yeah. So how can you now, from the fifty pounds or hundred pounds they give you to buy food, to look after the home, and still send money to the loved ones back home? You see, that's why I said it's good to make your own money. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's giving you the money, 
But you should also don't rely on bringing up people back home that are dependent on you based on that money he's giving you. Do you know what I'm saying? You cannot forever do that. That's why I'm saying it's good to have your own money. Yeah, Work hard. Self-sufficient. Make Even if it means having your own bank account without them knowing, do so. When you earn your own money, you put it in there. If family member is at an emergency, you go into that bank account that only you know and get your money and you solve your own problem. Is it for men and women? Or? Men and women. And then when it comes to an emergency like this, when you need to plan your escape route, when you need to not pick up your stuff in the middle of the night and run, you are not going to run with empty stuff and empty pocket. You need to pay for a taxi. You need to pay for a bus. You need to pay for wherever you're going to stay for the night. You need to pay for food for your kids. You're not going to walk into the shop and say, give me food, free food. I'm running away from my ex, my abusive partner. You're not going to say to the taxi driver, um, take me to the next stop and run away from my abusive partner. If anyone's planning to do that, then so you if you, plan, you need a plan. Yeah. You need a plan. If you're planning your exit, if you've had enough and you say, no, I cannot have this. Plan, make your finances be one of the things in your plan. Make sure you have your money. Have your account to your name that is not linked to the person's account. That they're not keeping tabs where you're spending. Because when you do escape, they are, don't think that you've got, they'll be tracking, they'll be tracking you. Oh, cool. They want to track you. Check, they? So the first thing they'll do is check your personal bank statements on where you're spending money. So that's what I'm saying. It's best to have your own personal account that they don't know. So that way they won't track you. So if you're in a way, you need money. You need your ID. You need your ID. You need your passport. You need your, birth, your driving license. You need your birth certificate. You need your marital certificate. You need your children's birth certificates. Okay? If this is what you've been planning, make sure you get yourself organized. Okay? When you're going away, trust your friends. Be accountable. Have few friends that you trust. Not the friends that you can go confiding and they'll run their mouth when the man pings them against the wall. They start like verbal diarrhea. They start telling you, telling the partner where you are. Accountable friends that is blood friends that will die with your secrets. Do you know what I'm saying? That will not disclose where you are to anyone. You need to have that accountable friend on your list. Definitely. Once again, you need to now have somebody on the speed dial, emergency number. You need to change your phone number because they will track you. Apple these days, there's a trackable device. They can track you. So change your phone number. If you need to change your, throw away the SIM card, throw away, away the SIM card. Do you know what I'm saying? Get yourself a new SIM card. Mm. Inform the schools. Protect yourself. As Protect many yourself. Alert many people as possible. Alert the school if the kids go to school. Tell the school this is what's happening. Just in case if the partner turns up in school and picks up the children without you knowing. Let your workplace know if you do work. Yes. You can't mess it up. You can't mess it up because once you run, you're running. Yeah. There's nothing like, okay, they'll catch me. Catch me if you can't. Once you're running, you're running. You're running for your life here. By running for your life. Let your workplace know what the situation is. What the deal is. If you have a restraining order on the person, make sure you let everybody know, including loved ones, including families, of the restraining order. 
And then when you find yourself in that place where you've settled, keep your mouth zoom. 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 Don't be broadcasting on social media. New home, new ID, new life. Nah, because you're on the run. So don't be putting yourself out there, putting selfies of you and the kids, because they can now use landmarks to track you down. Okay? So when you're doing this, I mean, this is the last resort because you've taken so much. You've already tried everything. You've tried everything. In most cases, like we said, it will work and you might be able to move on from it. But in some extreme cases, you've got to plan and you've got to take action because you need it to stop. You cannot continue to live like that. Mm. Because especially if you've got kids. And even if you haven't, what about you? When are you going to give yourself the opportunity, give yourself the self-love that you deserve, and give yourself the respect more than anything else yeah. that you deserve? Yeah. You are not born to be taking the beatings or any kind of abuse. That is wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. And that if you wrong. need to speak to someone, then speak to someone, get your courage, and start making a plan. So that That's is, it. like we said, you know, the extreme cases. But for majority of people, you need to start being vulnerable and start asking for But yeah, let, let's be honest. There are some people that have not lived to even escaped. escape. Let's be honest. There are some people who are dying as their partner is beating them. They are dead. Yeah. They are dead. That's that is happening. It's happening right now as we speak. It's happening. It's somebody's reality. Mm. Some people are being backed up right now as we speak because they they've been beaten to death. Yeah. And their children have been living. They've seen watching it. it. They're watching they've watched it. it. And these are women for years and years. Maybe their loved ones have said to them, leave him or leave her. Oh, no, he loves me. Leave him, them. leave her. Oh, no, he's the father of my children. I cannot tear families apart. Oh, my God, it will kill me to tear families apart. You make excuses upon excuses upon excuses. He will come up to you and say, oh, sweetheart, I love you. He'll buy you presents, buy you rings, take you out, buy you takeaways, buy you lavishness. You think, oh, all is well. And then one day, one day will be one day. He now punches the living daylight out of you. You hit the floor like Mike Tyson will hit somebody. You on the floor, you probably bang your head on the concrete floor or on a marble floor. And then... My uncle, I just remember something, my uncle that I used to live next door to, my dad's brother, he used to really was so abusive to his uh, wife. Mm. He would hit her with whatever he had in his yeah. hand. In front of, I've never seen such horrible way of treating another human being. Mm. I mean, he would have, he would come in in rage. And if it's something she's done, or she looked at another person in a certain way, or she had her lipstick on, and it was red yeah. lipstick, and yeah. Where are you going with that lipstick? Yeah, that take lipstick it off. Off. So he will slap her across the yeah, face. Yeah, so she can wipe oh, this lipstick. I remember this metal mug they used to um, drink water with, like a big pint metal mug. Uh, many times he's drunk the water and he threw, that, uh, threw it at her. She, uh, she had black eyes. She And wow. I remember going to her, I think I was 14, and I was like making sure that she, you know, like... Yeah, was well, she looking? Yeah. Pushing like hot cloth yeah. on her face to make yeah. sure she's okay. But he did it repeatedly. And you know what? Why didn't she ever leave? leave. No, because she feels... Her kids watched it. Honey, you know what? No, culturally, culturally, we are held bondage. Yeah. Because if she left and she went back to her mother, they, they'll send her back. They will say, You have got to make your marriage work. Whatever yes. No, no. When, they'll... You told, when you got married, whether it's for worse or for whatever the words are, worse or the. For better, better for worse, worse, for richer, for poorer, for no. sickness and health. No, it isn't. 
not if you cross the, across that path. And she should have gone back and she used to ring her mum and say, look, he's so bad to me and cry and cry. But she took the beating because she was trapped. Where yeah. could she go? She Family was saying that, but yeah. He was paying, he, you know, he was give, he was uh, looking after the house. He yeah. paid for everything. But he abused all the yeah. time. Yeah. And he did the same then, you know, the abuser is abuser. And he hit, my, my, I remember my granddad used to hit my, um, my, well, my dad said my granddad used to hit them when they were being brought up like they're mm, toys. Mm. So, so he's watched that. Yeah. And he did the same thing to Things is okay, yeah. And guess what? His kids now are doing the same that. thing. I, I don't know that. God, they, God forbid, we hope not. My yeah. cousins, I'm hoping they don't do that. But yeah. this could just carry on. It's like a cycle. It's a norm. Yeah. It's okay to hit a woman, is it? Yeah. No, is it's it not. Really? It's not. It's not. It's disgraceful. There's no respect for her. Not, she <laughs> was loved. You know, she never did anything wrong. And she should, she didn't deserve it. She's still around, you know. And I really hope that, you know, he's not around it's, anymore. But it, she is so bitter. Yeah. She's so different. Yeah. She's so affected by what's yeah. happened. Yeah. That she'll never be herself. Yeah. You know, she's, and it's, you no know, therapy available. That, that, that is why, Pakistan, you know, that, no, that is why we need to be very, very, um, we shouldn't be quick, so quick to judge and we shouldn't be so quick to dismiss people. I know we are all living our lives, but we should also be very attentive of what's going on around us. Mm. Be our brother's keepers, be our sister's keepers. If you have a neighbor, look out for your neighbor. I live in a closed neighborhood. I work from home. I, my work window is facing the road. She knows everything. So I know everything that is going on. Is if it's a car, that is coming driving through the neighborhood that I'm not I'm, I'm not familiar with. You will see me opening my front door to see where that car is going, or if I see people that I haven't recognized before that are unusually mm. strange, I will open my door and see where they're going. If things are happening around my neighborhood, I am aware and I'll message most of my my neighbors. I have their phone numbers. I'll message them. I say to them, listen, this this such a person is in your house. Are you aware they're in your house? Or so and so, so person is knocking, or if somebody's knocking on their door and they can now hear, I say, okay, da 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 da. This person is knocking on your door. Mm. Are you up? Somebody, are you aware of are it? Are you aware of it? So <laughs> you you should be vigilant on what's going around. Don't close your door and think, well, it's whatever is happening out there is out there, it's not my business. You want somebody to be here, there to help you when you something's going down in your own business. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because if you close your own door. And you now turn a blind eye to what's happening in somebody else's door. Guess what? When you are going through your own problem, they too will close their own door. They will not call help for you because you didn't call help for them. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's very good to be there for each other. Be very, be there for each other. You might not know your neighbors. You may, may, maybe you're not down like that. Do you know what I'm saying? But still, if you can still say hello to them. Or say good morning. We're meant to live in tribe, guys. If you're living by your... The reason we live in a tribe is because if we need help, one person can do that. The other person can give you some advice on this. The other person can give you advice. We, they can teach you something. That's and it. We, can then, we can then serve the people with what we know and what we, what we believe in, what our purpose is. Yeah. So it's important to live in a community. Living by yourself is lonely. It's not right. We're not yeah. meant to be by ourselves. Yeah. We're meant to be talking to a community. But even, but even though if you find yourself, like for me, I'm a single mom. Yeah, when I say it's me, my child. It doesn't mean partner. It doesn't mean partner. Yeah, exactly. Plenty, you've got plenty of friends. I have plenty of friends. Yeah. You see, I've got fire on my, on my, on my, on my, on my emergency call. I've got Angie living right opposite me. Angie, I've got Angie, Angie, Angie. I right through. She will like she will call the police. 
I'm saying? I have my dog who will bite the living gizmo. I hope you better protect me when something is going down. I don't think the other person has a shot. The thing is, you know, it's good to have. Don't make yourself a a a what do you call it? A frenemy. Or don't make yourself um, distant. You know, make yourself isolated. That's the word. Make yourself acknowledge your neighborhood. Be friends with as much neighbors as you can. Because those will be your helpers when it's time. They will be your helper. They will be someone you can be knocking to. I remember when I was going through my own problem. My friend yeah, then was living at number one. You went there, didn't you? I knocked in the middle of the night at 2, 2, 2 a.m. I took my daughter with me, wrapped her in her blanket, and we ran. She was a place I ran to. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I ran down there, put my, my daughter down. Make sure my daughter was comfortable. And I knew deep down that she would protect my child. She would never let any harm come to my child. Yeah, and that's, that's what you And I put her there. Do you know what I'm saying? So you need to have those close friendships. Close friendships. Okay? Someone you can run to in the middle of the night that they will not slam the door in your face. You need close friends. Close friends. Close, it's very important. If you have a community... Do you know what I'm saying? Community of like tribe. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, definitely. That will be there for you. Please. Let them be there for you as well as you being there for them. Mutual understanding. Mutual understanding. It's so important. Did you want to just say something about that? And obviously we put like some date. I mean, we're talking about violent, um, <laughs> emotional abuse, but if you find yourself, like if you're stuck in a problem, and you need help, there's a lot of help out there. You just need to act. You just need to pick up your phone. You just need to like find a way of doing your research. Uh, there's help for women. If you're living in the States, you call the domestic violence helpline. Okay? I think they're not, their number is 1-800-799-723. And if you live in Canada, there's something called shelter care. Shelter safe, their number shelter safe, and if you live in Australia, there's someone called is it one one eight hundred respect? Their number is one eight hundred seven three seven seven three two. And if you're living in the UK, there's something called Women's Aid UK. Their number is zero eight zero zero eight zero eight two thousand two four seven. If you're in Ireland, it's again Women's Aid. If you're a man, if you're a man and you're a victim of abuse, the number, if you're in US and Canada, you contact National Domestic Violence Hotline and it's 1-800-799-7233. And if you're in the UK, there's a place called Mankind Initiative. The number is 01823 4244 and we're in Ireland there's a place called Amen and it's 0469-023-710 and if you're in Australia please there's one called Visit One in three visit yeah, visit one of the three campaign. It's called Visit One in Three Campaign. Yeah. So please violence abusive relationship happens for men and women. Okay? They Please. can give you help. They can give you help. 
they can give you help. You're not you're in you're not in this by yourself. Okay? You're not in and if you're a victim of abuse and you're a survivor, please don't hide your story. I know a lot of people feel shameful. They think, okay, well, I've gone through this, I don't want to talk. Your story can be a I, word of comfort for somebody. I exactly. Exactly. You feel shameful. You feel yeah. shameful. You feel judged. Believe you me, if you've gone through something it's and you've come out shame. of it, it's not it's your not shame. It's not yours to have. It's but not give your, it back to give it, it, Exactly. It wasn't me who did the wrong. It was the person that did them. Exactly. They should be ashamed of themselves. Exactly. You. So you shouldn't be enslaved from somebody else's malicious ways. You are a victor. You're not a victim. Yes, you were a victim at one point, but if you can come out of this... That will make you vulnerable. You will you, it'll make you... And you'll now start reclaiming your power back. Vulnerability and, is not a, um, an act of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, what's the opposite to courageous? Weakness. Weakness, yeah. Vulnerability or talking about it does not make you weak. No. Vulnerability equals courage. Yeah. Yeah. So speak your story... Help other people use your voice as a way of encouraging other victims to come forward. To come forward. So don't feel like, okay, I've come out of this. I best keep my mouth shut. Let me not help other people. No. You have something in there that can be a huge saving grace to someone that needs that word from you. Do you know what I'm saying? They just need that word from you. To say, you know what, if they can, if you can go through it and come out of it, then they too can pluck up the courage to do the same thing. Totally. And when they've come out of it and then they've become, they've healed themselves, they too can be a voice for somebody else. That is how we make a difference to this world. One person at a time. One person at don't a time. It, don't just keep your gift. Don't let it die in no, the house. No, no. If you have healed... And you think, wow, I did this all by myself, you know. Yeah. Then take it forward. Take yeah. it to something else. Take it to something. Use it to use. Use your pain to use. Okay. Yeah, that, exactly. Use your pain to use. Use your pain as a blessing to other people. Yes, you were once in pain, but you've become a survivor, a courageous survivor. If you've lived to tell the tale, then that makes you a victorious person, and your voice matters. It matters incredibly. Farah is sitting here. She shared her testimony. What, what, what testimony are you sitting down on presently? Because fear and doubt and shame is stopping you from sharing your testimony to help other people. Think about that for a minute. Somebody out there need what you have to offer. Need what you have to offer. Somebody no, out there needs your word. Through. What you've gone through might help them might help courage. them or you you could be a voice for a maybe a child out there that is a voice for their parents maybe their parents cannot speak but the child now has now become a voice do you yeah, understand totally. all that child needs from you is oh so some so, so person did it they came out of it that will boost up the child's voice make the child's voice more powerful in order to force their way through to help their maybe their parents that are going through some form of abuse. Because I know some people when you're going through so many abuse, you have no voice, you become and, speechless. And you, you cannot also you cannot speak. You're the only one, don't you? you think you're the only one. So please do not suffer in silence. Do not think you're on your own. Write your story. Write your story and just Love remember, it. remember, do not give your power away. 
If your power is being forcefully taken away from you, there's a way you can regain your power back when you've healed. Okay? When you've healed and you're now using your story to bring about change, to bring forth change in people's life, you are slowly regaining your power back. Yes. So don't let the, the, the accusers or the abusers to, 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 to stop you and to enslave you with their wickedness. And keep you silenced for the duration of your life. Tell your story. Write your journal. Be there for somebody. Be there at the end of the phone line for someone. It's time to If you need to business. volunteer somewhere, like yeah. in, a, in a call center for victims or in a shelter for victims, please volunteer your time. Do you know what I'm saying? You can and go there anyway, once or twice. Any way you feel you can help, you please. Can help because you've gone through it, no one else can. That's okay. it. That's it. And I know it's, I, I can, I'll be rambling, I'll be rambling on now probably, but, you know, if there's any way we can help by the words we've spoken to you today, let us know. Let us know. Let us be a sort of comfort for you and, if you are now on that tiny string and you're thinking, okay, I just need that word to say push, you know, that, that, that word of encouragement that will now push you to now make take the decision, the take the next step. Let it, if we've impacted you that way today, we are happy. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Anything, if we've made you think about things in a different way, even if you're not ready to take action, but just starting to think about think it. Think about it. That's the first sign. Or if you've recognized something, even if you've recognized it, but up until now you thought that's the norm, but actually is it? Mm. And that questioning yourself and that recognizing the moment is great in itself, isn't it? Yeah, the moment you start questioning and doubting, asking yourself, is this really, is this right? You know it's not right. If you start questioning. And that's when we, you talk to someone else. Yes. And you check with them. Because yes. what do I do with love time with Anita? Yes, we chat. And I think that, you know, what do you think of that? Yeah. And she will be honest. I yeah. know that. That's why I come here. Yeah. You need honest you need you need honest friends as well. Don't not just honest not not just friends that will just kind of tell you what you need to hear. You need some honest friends that will say to you, you know what, for for instance, I'm using the word Katie here. Katie, this guy is being mean to you, Katie. Katie, this guy is being vile, Katie. Run for your life, Katie. Katie, do the best for you and, the, and your, do the best for yourself and your kids, Katie. You need someone that will keep reminding you, not telling you, oh, Kate, Katie, oh, it's all right. He will change. Mm. Oh, don't worry, hang in there, babes. Don't worry, it's just a slap. Don't worry. I hope they don't. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do it again. He's, he's sorry. That would be so annoying, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be so... I'll be like, oh boy, he, he called me names. Oh, okay, oh, oh yeah, my fella called me that name as well. Don't worry, it's only men's talk. They don't really mean it. <laughs> you don't need friends like that. Is that if, if you've got respect for yourself, you need to take action yeah. about that. Does the Insta Live don't have an hour anymore? I, I'm still going. <laughs> I'm thinking my, on my video is one out of ten, but it doesn't change. I know. Maybe it's a new rules. Yes. But honestly, guys, we, you know, we are here for you guys. We love you guys. And, um, you know, we are here whenever you guys need us. You can message Farah. Message us. 
you know message we, me we may not have the answers to everything but it's someone to kind of just talk to yeah yeah and you know our details so exactly the reason the soul sisters are doing this is to share their experiences yeah and like i said to you to start we will, we will bear it all and some of the stuff we do tell you is that maybe a wee bit oh yeah. wow didn't think she was gonna say yeah that. yeah but then if i didn't say that or if anita didn't tell you what happened to her then how are you gonna ever get the courage to speak to up? Do, yeah exactly um, exposing yourself is is sometimes sometimes worrying yeah but the the you got to look at what's the what's the benefit of it yeah if the benefit is that other people will open up and get help then yeah i'd rather expose myself than yeah. worry about that part yeah to be honest. and that's a judgment that i make and yeah. I, it's a risk that i'm willing to take yeah because i do know that women out there like me i know it it's happening every single yeah. day and i know that they can come out of this and i know they can regain control of their own lives yeah but you have to go through i wish i wish that somebody when i was going through this was speaking in this manner yeah. i wish there was someone i could here or there was an inspiring person out there that I could see here and actually take um, take some courage from them mm. just borrow some courage from them and mm. actually maybe take the action yeah you know but I, I didn't I didn't yeah and I kind of came through it by myself yeah and self help myself yeah. but I can't just now have this victory to myself yeah and not actually share it I think yeah. that would be a completely selfish yeah. behavior yeah. from my point of view yeah because I feel that um, if you can get through that, uh, what I've got through in yeah. life and come out the other end and, yeah. and be able to have a respectable life, yeah. then I think any, every one of you have got a chance. And I come from a background which is very primitive, mm. you know, mm. really, really primitive, where there's no freedom to, given to women. And, and I was, I was a, a victim of, you know, someone who came from abroad and looked down upon, mm. almost called whore on a mm. regular basis, mm. when I hadn't even done anything. It just came with my name. It came yeah. with my colour of my skin. Yeah. So whether you call it racism, sexism, whatever you want to call it, it was hard yeah. all, all the way through. Yeah. Um, but if you're going through that, then it's time to speak up yeah. if you can. If you can't, then you've got helpline numbers that we've just given you. So, yeah. uh, so make, sure you, make sure you take some kind of action. Or yeah. the least you can do is to talk to someone. somebody. Because yeah. once you share it, yeah, uh, it feels good actually to just yeah. be vulnerable and actually say sure. that. Yeah. It really does. It feels like, oh, someone's going to listen to yeah. what I'm, you know, I'm saying. So. Yeah. But anyway, right. thank you very much Thank you so listening. much for joining us. And we shall see you next week. Have a lovely weekend. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Be safe. Take care. Bye. We can't leave you guys. Literally cannot end. Oops. She can't end. <laughs> Literally, she's pressing end and it can't. I think my phone, phone is None of the buttons are working. Are they? Is anyone actually there? Be good to know if someone's listening to this. Gave up on this. Is it maybe just talking to a screen? I think we're just talking to a screen. And like your <gasps> phone's doing nothing. My phone is not switching up. What's that is? It's not switching up. Oh, oh my. Okay, and that was our episode about emotional abuse and physical abuse. Yes. This was Soul Sister. We're bringing it to the end, guys. If yes. you've got any other topic that you want us to chat about, please let us know. Yes. And we will bring it out. They'll bear it all like we do. And thank you so much for listening. Have yes. a lovely week. Bye Take bye. care. Bye. Bye. Oh my God. Hi, guys. Hi. And
And if you have enjoyed that topic, we would love for you to subscribe to the channel so you can have an update yeah. on absolutely everything to do with women in particular, don't we? Yes, we, we literally do. bear it all. Um, we, we discuss all our experience with you mm -hmm. and what we've gone through in our past, what we've learned, yeah. how we deal with our kids. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to have you um, on our channel and uh, listen to us each week on Friday and give us a like and subscribe to that. Thanks very much Thank for you. listening to Soul System. We'll yeah. catch you next Friday, every Friday every at 4 past 6. Yes. See, See you, you next week Friday.